Hi guys, thank you for listening to another episode. Um, of an interesting film came to uh, my list, and the title is called Tick Tick Boom. And the reason why uh, it came to my list is because it's based off of Jonathan Larson's life. Uh, he is the creator of Rent, and has been always uh, a tremendous uh, theatrical uh, person who thought of many plays and many musical numbers. So, of course, uh, we have Andrew Garfield being of the main character of the film, as well as a few familiar uh, people. I believe the uh, person who plays Storm uh, in um, um, in Apocalypse, I think, uh, for X-Men, or... uh, uh, out of Com- straight out of Compton uh, is in there. Uh, we already knew that uh, Vanessa Hutchinson, who's also a uh, theatrical uh, actress herself, uh, is also in the role. And then there's many cameos inside there, especially uh, from the theatrical and movie side, uh, one of which is, yes, um, <laughs> it's um, a few cast members of Brent that portrayed themselves as a um, role uh, as body standards and the theater numbers uh, even um, I'm, I'm not too sure but I think it was a instructor who was on the Cosby show uh, she's also in there as well and of course this is like a progressionary tale uh, that leads to his big moment if you will. It's like literally um, ticking time bomb for his uh, age, being of 30. And then way, way before Rent. So, of course, um, with that being said, um, this film uh, was cinematically genius. It kind of puts a uh, spotlight, if you will. Uh, on how the creator of Rent came to be and how he was thinking of the next thing as the next other thing. We also are... uh, We're also um, seeing how he uh, portrayed... portrayed more of his uh, love life as it was also uh, partially declining, if you will. But at the same time, it was like a new, new start. It was a new thing, and also, it's just um, sorry for that brief moment. It's um, I don't know how to explain it, but the film does portray a. Uh, side of a person who thinks and breeds and lives in the theatrical world. Now, this brought my attention because uh, I, I did, do have some sort of similarity to this because of how I thought about uh, my filming career and how I'm going to sc- how I went to school and understand the. I would say the synapses of how it works, uh, how things are progressive, and how things were uh, changed, if you will, on how 
doing certain things helps out a whole lot. So, this uh, being of a an eye-opener, if, if I have to say, it brings a very large scope uh, for those who are in, in school to portray in the entertainment world that uh, there is a lot of sacrifice, there is a lot of things uh, to consider um, during your uh, time in college and working on sets and developing screen screenplays. Um, I, for one, feel that this film is a uh, love letter. Uh, to Johnson Marson's family because uh, this portrayal of a person is what was imagined in how whoever wrote the screenplay or the script for this uh, might have been personal to Larson and also we gotta understand that if you are studying or learning a person and you want to put them as their main character one will have to consider the source of why is this character important, why telling the story and his perspective is. And of course, this was like prior uh, to something. For those who uh, don't know Jonathan Larson's history, um, again, he is a theater major, uh, director, uh, Composer and uh, only uh, a handful of people know his work, especially his close friends who um, started off the first night ever of the year, the, the uh, their theatrical uh, stage play of Rent. And the reason that's being so monumental, uh, the night before the night of the show, they had a celebration after final rehearsals, and Jonathan Larson literally, um, after celebrating, goes to his loft and rests. Wasn't until the morning of or the afternoon of the next day, the day of the play to start, they found uh, Larson passed away due to a brain aneurysm, and that in itself was uh, a huge blow uh, to the whole uh, theater world, if you, if I will have to say. Because um, for the person who created the play, the, the thing that made it monumental, uh, and then never saw um, the actual day of, it's very, very emotional, very t- touching, if you will, because it's, it's like losing a family member. Without that family member being there, you you want to honor them by just being at the event in their place and just see 
through and often I say I see this uh, not being a trend but more like an ideal that we're that if you are a creator if you're a person of making things and you want to make sure that it's you know being displayed and not you know on a shelf or uh, in a piece of paper or on, on a piece of uh, you know a thought if you will that whatever you put out there will not only change for people but it will monumentally make an impact uh, of that person's life if you will I mean this is somewhat of an ideal reason why I'm making uh, episodes why I make uh, podcasts and and to make things happen it's it's very um, it's very heartwarming as well as being of a um, monumental force or at least part of a monumental force that literally puts the person out there and give uh, 100% 200% 10,000% of yourself into your own episodes, your own creativity, your own craft, and this like resonate from my point of my point of perspective on what I'm putting out there, which awoken me from this film I saw, and it's it is both theatrically brilliant as well as one of those little moments where yes it's it's one of those uh, it's one of those period pieces back when you may be a kid or a newborn or young and you just like don't see that side of the world as, as it was when you were growing up on it you gotta keep in mind this is like set in the late 80s early 90s in this film and the scene for being a theater person was as much as being a talent or an actor if you want me to uh simplify it if you will and then have yourself collaborating with fellow composers fellow uh script writers fellow people that are of the same interest as you these, these were the times that when people were putting together certain things and at the same time have a very raw and understanding of what they want to deliver for people to understand. So, um, the best recommendation on this film, I would say go see it. Because this is one of those films where you're at home, you can actually like pause and think thoroughly, think critically, if you will, on how the uh, portrayal of the uh, work that you're putting out there is, and this to me might resonate to me as well, because again, I'm a creator of sorts, I write scripts, I film things, which, uh, (laughs) I don't know where to start with by filming. I mean, I 
done a lot of more episodes other than my thesis and even so that's still in the I'm gonna call it the purgatory realm because it's being like left uh, out in the open so to speak uh, in the wake of things that are happening currently but uh, even so the films that I've seen and looked at there's things that I want to talk about and there's things that it's hard to describe but this episode really pretty much tells me on the film I saw is something that I have to also endure and plan out because there's many things that I have to do so tremendously and thank you very much for listening to every episode that is out there so far um there's things that are changing and there's things I'm researching more yes I will be definitely looking out for future films that are coming out this year but in the meantime I got things that I have to do and things gotta plot out so you guys take care thanks for listening and see you until then Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast. I'm also no- known to be over at not only Spotify, but as well as... Oh, wow. I'm also on Spotify, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and public uh radio public so yeah if you guys uh want to keep on listening uh besides me covering certain stories uh just shoot me a message on my review page uh over at anchor.fm slash uh slash edward dash castro five that is uh c-a-s-t-r-o and as a joke no relation